in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor. Today we're reviewing the sci-fi original movie, The Tomorrow War. This is straight to streaming on Amazon Prime, written by Zach Dean and directed by Chris McKay. So, Taylor, you know, looking at we're now in this time where we're getting uh, movies right back in theaters. A lot are doing pure theater only releases. This is kind of one that snuck up on the, the side of felt like it should have been released in theaters, if not both theaters and on Prime. But due to COVID and different things, it just was required by Amazon to stay just for streaming. But it's already doing really well. And there's already talks of a sequel. So, Taylor, why don't you give us just a brief synopsis of what The Tomorrow War is. This is not a spoiler review today, folks. This is one we feel like you need to check out to get the full experience. But we're going to give our review here for you today. So, Taylor, brief synopsis of The Tomorrow War. Absolutely. So we've got Chris Pratt as the main character, kind of a, a struggling guy who, who who is a scientist and he, you know, former military. And he wants, you know, more out of life. And he's the main character we follow with him and his family and, and his daughter. And what happens is all of a sudden we have future soldiers come and say that there is a war that is fought in the future that they need the soldiers and people of the past to come back and fight. So it follows a mix of these present day soldiers and civilians that are sent in the future to fight a future alien army. And uh, so Chris Pratt is one of those people that has enlisted and then he has to go into the future uh, to fight the supposed army. And then, you know, chaos ensues, great action sets and uh, some, some pretty awesome effects. Um, but, uh, you know, starting off right at the bat, you know, when I saw this trailer, I was, uh, I was intrigued, you know, I love Chris Pratt. I think he does a good, but that makes this one is a little bit less of a humorous film for him, which is a little bit yeah. more, a little bit more of a gripping, uh, family tale. And I would say also kind of, um, a commentary on, you know, what we do today, you know, does affect tomorrow. And I think that kind of comes with all kind of time travel, but what were your thoughts about this film, uh, Chris? Well, first and foremost, I thought, for you know obviously it looked like it was going to be a theatrical release and then being on prime uh the quality is top notch like the cgi work is impeccable and it just it has a really cool look to everything especially this whole idea of these future soldiers and how they can time travel and the way that they kind of jump through time uh, it's something that it kind of reminded me of you know a couple other time travel movies um but it's a cool concept and these aliens are I mean, they kind of looked like a mix of, if you remember in Star Wars Attack of the Clones, when they're in that big stadium, uh, there's that one kind of furry dog, cat, creepy looking thing, rat thing. Think of that, but like juiced up on steroids and then even more terrifying uh, with, you know, creepy With kind of the, kind of the tentacles, and, yeah, the tentacles, tentacles of uh, Independence Day and the noise of Alien with a little creepy like... Yeah, well, and they can cool. shoot like little spiky things. And yeah, and they're aptly a, named the White Spikes. That's what yeah, called. which was a, it's just a fascinating creature. And I thought that was a, you know, they didn't... You would think typically a movie that might go straight to streaming if it's going to have a huge presence of CGI creatures might uh, go on the lower tier and they kind of went full out for this. No, nope, they they, they definitely went flout, and it's and it's you, you don't see them for quite a while in the movie too. It takes some time, and I thought the build up scene 
which you can kind of tell from the trailer, but like the first ever time they they actually experienced these things uh, was a pretty terrifying scene. And it's 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 always such an interesting movie concept when you have a movie that starts in a time that seems peaceful and normal and then you see it years in the future and it's devastated and how you know you always think well where did these things come from how did they get here all this kind of stuff and more and more answers are revealed through the movie but you and i are both fans of of course movies like back to the future and this does have these time paradox moments where you're like well wait if that happens in the future then how could that happen in the past and vice versa so it is one that I think you do have to pay attention a little bit if you want to really understand everything. But at the same time, this felt like just a fun summer blockbuster. Sit on the couch, have some popcorn, not really have to like super focus. You're just going to have a fun time. I think it was quite a blast. It didn't seem boring at all. Uh, the pacing was good. There is some humor in there. Uh, mostly J.K. Simmons coming in, uh, bringing some humor. But I had a good time with this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, um, uh, Sam Richardson, uh, who plays yeah. one of these uh, civilians, yeah. uh, who uh, you know, right off the bat, you know, he's kind of he's in, he's drafted with Chris Pratt's character, and he just the uh, call mouth. He just he won't shut up. And uh, you know, so there's there's that, and um, we also get uh, this. I think was was great. I hadn't seen her um, in a big action fic like this, but seeing her performance in, in Chuck, uh, we got Yvonne. Yvonne uh, Strahovski. Strahovski. I always say that wrong. Strahovski. Yeah. So I think that's really good. We also get uh, Betty Gilpin, who's a little bit more of a subdued role on this, where she's had some pretty good action uh, roles as well. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I think, you know, not diving too deep in the mechanics of time travel, if you look at it for what it is, it's definitely, you know, up there in leagues with like Edge of Tomorrow, um, you know, Independence Day, you know, any of those kind of, you know, alien uh, you know, fighting a quiet films. place, yeah, quiet little place. elements of that in here. Oh, exactly. And uh, but it's so funny they're in the future, but they still have machine guns. What's going on? Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, so yeah, and I think it, it's not just though it's it not just an action film. I think it does give a lot of good credence to uh, hey, since the father. You know, we've we've talked about that. That's <laughs> an ongoing theme. And about- also, you know, knowing uh, knowing what you have, realizing you know. Uh, this is one of those typical tales where our lead character he wants so badly, you know, he's he's a science he's a like science he's teacher a, at a high he's school. He's got a higher purpose that he thinks. He, he's like, I have something that I can give, and I you know want it, and he he keeps looking for that outside of his own wife and daughter, and you know you see you see how that plays into the film. But no, it was it was really cool. You know, I know you've you've only briefly got into it, but. Yvonne has been a big part of the Handmaid's Tale show on Hulu. And that has been such a different role for her to play because I, too, first introduced to her in Chuck uh, as the femme fatale, you know, kind of character. So to see her kind of back in an action role, science action role, uh, was pretty fun. It's just something different from what I've been seeing her for the last four years as in um, Handmaid's Tale. But it's like it really was like a fun uh, sci-fi flick and it definitely left off. I mean, the, the film to me did have like a if it was only the one film, it has a definite ending. It's like all good. But I do feel like there's enough here for them to explore a sequel, uh, especially because these creatures are so interesting. And uh, there's definitely ways they could kind of play into how the time paradox could change things. 
uh, and it's already been doing really well. I mean, I don't really know how they always uh, judge, uh, you know, based on amount of streams and stuff, but it's already been doing really well. So there is a sequel in development. And um, if it's the same team, same actors, you know, uh, maybe go a little bigger, a little bolder. I'd be intrigued to see what where they could go with this story and these characters and these creatures, because uh, there's a lot they could explore there. Yeah, and it, it's it, it is exciting to see that you know they, the talks about all the original you know lead actors to be back in this. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if they go back you know back back to the future or if they uh, you know deal with maybe more of a prequel, like maybe how. Um, because we're kind of led to to wonder again a little bit more of these alien origins and stuff like that. So there's a there's elements uh, to the original Alien, uh, kind of a um, you know a lot of inspirations to even like the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. So, so I'm really I'm really digging what the the inspiration that kind of culminated in there. But great flow again, like you said, great. Uh, budget. I thought they did a great job on the character, the creature design, and just showing enough that it wasn't, you know, too much. I would love to see him go rated R a little bit more. I would love to see a little bit more, um, more terrifying scenes of these aliens because they were terrifying. But the PG-13 kind of holds it back. But I think, you know, to make it a film that's a little bit more open for for most people, I think uh, you kind of have you kind of want to straddle straddle both worlds. They know right now that Chris Pratt really is a a hot commodity when it comes to. Uh, young audiences, especially preteens and teens, you know, obviously after the success of Garden of the Galaxy and Jurassic World. So I think that was probably a indicator of we still want it to be that more audiences can view it and it's not too gory. But definitely, I agree with you. Uh, these things could lead themselves to some creepy horror movie, especially if they did some spinoff in the future of like them going to their planet or something would be, you know, kind of interesting. Cause or I even, mean, or even do it in a TV, TV series, do it justice. Cause, um, cause they're, yeah. they're creepy, but, um, yeah, overall tomorrow war, uh, very well done. I mean, it had a $200 million budget. So you could tell this thing was, uh, was not just, uh, put on the skimpy side, which some sci-fi movies do, do get. So, uh, enjoy the tomorrow war. It's now streaming on prime video. And that was this week's Potential Pick. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.